Rise and shine, bitches. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, this is Just a Quick Pinch. I'm your host, Connie Wang. You guys can probably hear the wind right now outside of my window, which is where I'm recording, which is kind of ridiculous. Very spooky, like Edgar Allan Poe vibes. So today's podcast, I want it to feel therapeutic for anyone out there. And honestly, sometimes there's nothing more therapeutic to me than just venting to my friends and literally anyone that wants to listen or doesn't want to either. Like, I've cried to an Uber driver before, and I really have no shame. Like, my poor Uber driver was like, wait, so so you failed a class one prep? What's what's a class one? What does this mean? That's a little dental joke, dental school joke for my friends out there. Anyways, I thought maybe someone out there today might need or want to hear this stuff. So today we are discussing all of the toxic things that surround us every day at work or school. Basically, the very unnecessary things that make our lives harder. So things like comparison, self-doubt, guilt, my thought on gunners. But before we get started, let's get into our hot girl morning huddle. Alrighty guys, so for part of my hot girl morning huddle, I thought it would be fun to bring on a segment which I like to call healthcare horoscopes. (laughs) If you guys follow me on Instagram, um, well A, you would know that I'm obsessed with astrology and all that fun stuff, but B, um, I used to make these like posts called like healthcare horoscopes literally where I would kind of just like archetype the different horoscope types and describe them in the healthcare setting. So I thought it would be fun to bring this to podcast land and every single week during our hot girl morning huddle I can give you kind of like instead of like a weekly weather report it's like a weekly horoscope report. Okay so um, this week actually we have some pretty exciting stuff. I'm for these healthcare horoscopes I'm going to keep them pretty broad because obviously I can't go into detail about everyone's charts and everyone's things. And I also think, you know, interpreting horoscopes and astrology is definitely an art and a craft. Everyone's chart is a little different. So a lot of times when people say like horoscopes are crap and they don't really believe in them, it's because our charts are really complex. Like a lot of who you are and how you show up in the world depends on your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising. Those are considered your big three. Um, just a little background. So those big three really tell a lot about yourself. But that's why when you're like, you know, I'm like a cancer, but I don't really feel or think that I'm like a cancer, it could have a lot more to do with, you know, your moon and rising too. So anyways, for this week, I was looking at the week of February 20, well, I guess February 21st. Because whenever you guys are listening to this, this episode will be released on February 22nd. So yeah, this is the worldly horoscope for everyone out there for the week of February 21st. This is kind of exciting, you guys. Um, I wasn't expecting this when I was researching all this, but okay, the theme of this week is big ideas, visionary vibes. We, We love this. Maybe some debates here and there, and I'll explain why. So the United States has its own birth chart, which I thought was fascinating, but like it kind of makes sense, right? So what happened was when the United States of America signed the, um, well, I mean like when the people, like, I don't know, the founding fathers, whatever, when they signed the Declaration of Independence on July 4th, 1776, that was considered the U.S.'s like birthday, right? So they made their birth chart based off of that, which is kind of awesome. So on that day, in that moment, Pluto was at a certain position in the sky and Neptune was at a certain position also. So this Sunday, or well last Sunday, February 20th, was the official first Pluto return of the United States. And then Tuesday, February 22nd, which is when this episode is released, is 
the nation's Neptune opposition. So what does this really mean? Pluto is the planet of prophecies, power, transformation. This is the first time in the 248 years that Pluto is re- like reaching its exact point where it was when it was first born, July 4th, 1776. So this is America's first Pluto return. Um, that's on February 20th. Then on February 22nd, Neptune is the planet of like illusions and um, crises, things like that. And it actually goes back to its spot originally also so this is also a rare planetary thing that only happens every 165 years which is awesome pluto and neptune both move at like a pretty slow speed so the thing is like it's not like something's suddenly going to happen like this week it's more like you know the impact has been building for years and years and years we'll continue to see that impact i guess so um all in all oh my gosh ellie is having a crisis right now ellie chill it mom's recording Okay, that's Jimmy also. Everyone say hi to Jimmy. Um, so basically what all of this mumbo jumbo means, if you're like planets, what? Just get ready for some big ideas and like I said, visionary vibes for this week. And that is your weekly horoscope report. Back to you, Connie, for the weekly news. Thank you, Connie. Alrighty, you guys. So next part of the morning huddle. Um I guess, I don't know what to call this segment yet. I did it on the last episode, though, for the intro. Um, Let's just call it I Asked, You Guys Answered. (laughs) Uh, Basically, I like to ask you guys on my Instagram page, at Dr. Connie Wang, um, like a question that's kind of related to the theme of the episode. So this week's theme is, you know, the toxic things that surround us in work and school. So I thought it'd be fun if we would all go around and share reasons why we've cried in school before. (laughs) So I loved reading you guys, your answers. So let me pull them up real quick oh my gosh okay so this one really got me this person said in fixed lab they entered the wrong grade entered it into the wrong category even after revising and recognizing their error they were not willing to change it because it was too much work i feel so wrong on your behalf and i feel like we have to advocate justice for this person because that sounds terrible and that's actually happened to me before too where um not for like a lab class but on a class before someone's given me like the wrong grade because i had the same last name as someone else so they switched our grades and now ever since then every time i get like a bad grade i'm kind of like are you sure it was me <laughs> which is like kind of like ridiculous honestly like yeah I, th- I think they're pretty sure it was me but a part of me always questions it i'm like are you sure you meant this swing okay someone else said i ate spaghetti from my elementary school cafeteria and then threw up in the middle of my class i cried for hours because i was so embarrassed oh my heart goes out to you throwing up in class i that hasn't happened to me yet knock on wood okay you guys this is editing connie i was just playing this clip for jimmy about the um spaghetti throw up and he informed me that spaghetti throw up is like different than most i was i was not informed enough um he has a story too to share jimmy take it away well um yeah this is a multi-part spaghetti tale um <laughs> uh, but you know i just want to say that my heart really goes out guys like if you've never thrown up spaghetti or like a pasta like it's different than throwing other things up like usually like other food like you've chewed up a little bit more but like spaghetti like it's so like long and stringy like you're gonna swallow some bigger pieces i feel like this is just a you problem (laughs) i don't think so apparently i don't chew my pasta well enough for god but if you throw up pasta like it looks it's the it looks like throw up plus the pasta so it like it like it's super gross and noticeable so if you did that in the front of your class like that is super embarrassing and my heart really goes out to you 
I don't think I've ever puked in class, but one spaghetti thing that did happen to me was I remember having spaghetti when I was like, I don't know, probably seven or eight, like in the lunchroom, this like dorky computer teacher was was standing near the trash can where we were all throwing our stuff out. Um, And it was those like hard plastic trays. So uh, I thought that I needed like to, like, get the, like, spaghetti, like, unstuck, because it was kind of stuck to the tray. I, like, kind of banged the tray on the edge of the trash can. But I did it at such an angle that it got all over the computer teacher's white oh, shirt. Oh, and that, literally, I think that was the first time in my life where I, like, looked up and w- realized, like, oh, my God, I fucked <laughs> up. Oh. Anyways, editing Jimmy out. I feel so bad for your teacher. That's so sad. Um, oh yeah, editing Connie out. Okay, enjoy the rest of the episode. But, I don't know, anything involving throw-up in elementary school was, like, so embarrassing. Also, does anybody else feel like we all, like, threw up more in elementary school? Like, I feel like as a child, you're more prone to that in general. Like, I got the stomach bug and threw up more times, definitely, in my childhood than as an adult ever. Okay, someone else said, I fell during the first 20 seconds of a mile. Someday, when I look back and tell, like, my children about what they made us do in gym class, I feel like they're gonna be like, Mom, this is, like, considered illegal now. Because did any of you guys have to do the pacer test? Because that was where, basically, you had to run from one end of the gym to the next end before there would be, like, this beeping noise, and it would beep once, and then it would beep a second time. And you had to make it across the end of the room before the second beep went and honestly that just sounds a little bit like child abuse if you ask me because like it was ridiculous for no reason someone else said the first time i've ever cried for an exam was my first exam in dental school i remember my first quiz not even first exam my first quiz of dental school i was like so nervous for for some reason i studied until like this is kind of embarrassing i'm pretty sure i studied until like like 1 a.m or something like that and then in the morning i also kept studying for a quiz it was like a five or ten question quiz which is ridiculous but it'd be like that sometimes in school so yeah anyways that was some fun stories about why we've cried in school i talked to my other friends about it and we were like there have definitely been other times we've cried but we can't remember and i think it's because when you're this traumatized from school you just kind of like repress your memories so yeah okay i just want to do a quick life update section so right now like i said it's very edgar Allan poe vibes here in boston not gonna lie for those of you guys that are new here i go to dental school in boston and it's at mm, it's like you host a podcast and then you suddenly forget how to speak okay i go to dental school in boston at tufts dental school um some life updates really exciting so i recently found out my externship placements for those of you guys that don't know externship is basically this thing in dental school where you get to get away from school which is amazing that's it that's that's the purpose i'm just kidding um no the purpose of externship is to learn dentistry in like a real life setting so yes you you get away from school but that's because you're actually working hard at a outside clinic like a real dental environment and they put you to work there apparently like at school yeah you do like all the fillings and whatever but it's also like a school setting where you get everything checked constantly whereas i heard an externship it's like since it's a more real life setting yes you get checked but it's definitely like a faster pace and you learn how to get faster I'm just excited to like really master my skills and get better at what I'm doing and I'm excited that I get to leave early I'm leaving in May for that because then the sooner you do that and the sooner you you know get better with your skills get faster all that then you can go back to clinic at school and you can like be better at clinic basically it's like a little like boost for you 
so yeah, I'm just excited to level up in my skills. And um, there was like so much drama behind this because I feel like, so at externship for our school at least, it's only five weeks. But to determine where you're going, it's like this lottery system, kind of like the rank where you rank like all the places you would be interested in going and all the time frames you were going. And then the lottery chooses for you. So some people even got things and places and times that they didn't even ask for like me, okay? So basically, there was so much drama behind this because I submitted my list the night before. I was like all excited and stuff. I was like, oh my god, I, I hope I get this place. But if not, like, you know, number my choice number two sounds good too. And then guess what? I opened it the next day and I got a site that I didn't rank at all at a time that I like didn't want. So I was like, what? Honestly, it, I, th I think it was just like being a little dramatic, but at the time, it felt like a really big deal. Okay, I like cried a lot over this because I just felt like, punished by the universe for some reason and like it's just I don't know it's just disappointing because it's like you're like why like why why did this have to happen and like to make matters worse I mean I'm sure at every site you can like learn something new but for some reason at this site I had heard that it like wasn't exactly the best so and like I heard this like from multiple people so then I was just kind of like sad about it but luckily, I was actually able to switch, not times, because, so at first I got the time that I got, I got May, and I was disappointed about May because I thought it was too early. But then after speaking to enough people and friends, I heard it's actually better to go early, so then I was like happy with the time. But then for the site, luckily, I was actually able to switch to my number two spot, which I'm super excited about. Um, it sounds like a really great site with lots of experience. I get to do lots of different cool procedures, um, which is good. So I want to be a general dentist. So at this site, you get a lot of experience with doing filling, extractions, like kind of everything. And then you can also get experience doing crowns and root canals, which like not every site has that. So it's since it's like a community service type of externship, a lot of the stuff that you do is more like emergency, like palliative kind of based. So the fact that I get to try root canals and crowns is really great because not every site has that. Like a lot of sites, it's mostly like extractions and fillings. So yeah, I'm really happy with that choice. I'm excited and it kind of all worked out. But yeah, the night that I got my placement, I was kind of freaking out at first because I was like, why? Like literally why? And yeah, that's all I have today for the hot girl huddle. Now let's get into the rest of the episode. Okay, so today it is just a solo episode, just me, myself, and I. And I'm going to be diving into, like I said, the toxic things that surround our lives at work and school. So first off, I feel like the biggest things that have plagued my career experience actually go hand in hand, and that is comparison and self-doubt. So here's the one thing... I'm, okay, we all know what comparison and self-doubt is. I'm sure we've all felt it at some point. Um, so I'm not going to go into that. But one thing, the one thing that helps me the most during times when I feel self-doubt is, and this is something I've posted multiple times on my Instagram before, shameless self-promo, follow me on Dr. Connie Wang on Instagram. But it's that, drumroll, you are not special. Let's repeat that. You are not special. For you are not special for feeling doubt, you are not special for comparing yourself, for worrying, imposter syndrome, whatever we're calling it nowadays on these like pretty Instagram graphics. Literally, we all feel it. And here's the thing that I need you to hear. We're not special. So all of your heroes, all of your mentors, everyone you've ever looked up to before has felt it. The only difference is they didn't allow those feelings, and that's all that they are, little itty bitty feelings. They didn't allow those feelings to stop them from getting where they want to be, right? So then why should you too? Why are you any different than your heroes and your mentors? You're not. You're not special. They're not special. We're all not special. Okay, I'm editing this episode right now. I just want to say we're all not special except... 
Chloe Kim, the Olympian, she's she's pretty special. I love her. She's amazing. Your negative feelings of doubt and insecurity really don't mean anything unless you give them so much weight in stock. Is that... Is, is that a phrase? Give them stock. Thoughts and feelings are just that, you know, like thoughts and feelings are not a reflection of who you truly are and what you're capable of. So I think we should just all stop being so dramatic and just acknowledge that if you're feeling a certain way, see maybe why you're feeling a certain way and understand that feelings are just feelings. They come and go, they flow in and out and we can move on from it sooner the more we realize how transient they are. So I say understand it because I think we can all learn and take away something from our negative feelings because they really tell us more about ourselves. Um, but again, I think you need to find your own way to push past those feelings because those feelings, whether you're in college or grad school or working, these feelings that you have will be with you through every stage of life unless you learn how to deal with them. Like self-doubt isn't just gonna be like, oh, she, she got her degree, we can back off now, guys. And you always think that when you get to the next step that you're going to like maybe somehow be magically better and like perfect once you get to the top of the mountain but no it's honestly more like you just like claw your way to get to the top and then you look around and realize you have the same problems you had before and then guess what there's like a new mountain to climb so you really just have to learn how to deal with your negative unproductive self thoughts and habits as soon as you can so here are some things that have helped me with comparison and self-doubt number one just look, just stop and look back on all of the hard things you've experienced in your life before. Give yourself credit and realize you made it through 100% of the events. 100%. Otherwise, you wouldn't be standing where you are now. So if you did it back then, you can do it again. Number two, this has always helped me a lot when I'm feeling down in general, but talk to your mentors and your superheroes and the people that you just aspire to be. And when you hear from them that everything you're experiencing right now is completely normal, that's empowering, right? To realize that you're not truly alone and that these people felt all of those things, but they still made it nonetheless so that you can too. Number three, ask yourself what is comparing yourself to Sally over there really doing for you? Nothing, right? Like when has comparing yourself ever helped you? Like why do you feel the need to look over and see what someone else is doing instead of just staying in your own lane? There's this saying that comparison is the thief of joy yeah no comparison just be a thief plain and simple it robs you of yes joy and where you are right now but also robs you of focus and you need that to get stuff done she robs you of productivity and she robs you of progress like when has anyone that was ever successful said like yeah i compared myself all the way to the top it, it doesn't get you to the top and it's small-minded thinking because at the end of the day there's enough of whatever it is that you're comparing yourself to 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 go around like it's really not that big of a deal and you're turning something that's so small into something bigger than it has to be i like purposely left this to be cryptic and kind of open uh ended so that way where whatever you're doing wherever you are right now if you're driving in the car if you're walking to the subway if you're listening to this while you're cooking let that mean whatever it has to mean to you i guess the bottom line is that there's always going to be something to compare yourself on to other people at every stage of life. I did it in pharmacy school, D1 year, D2 year, even D3 year. But recently I've really worked on stopping feeding into it because I realized that this isn't a problem of my environment. I have to take accountability that this is a problem with the way that I think. And that type of thinking would follow me everywhere I went, even once I make it to the top of wherever I'm trying to go, right? And I just don't want to live like that anymore. I don't want to be like a victim of my own mindset. Like I'm just done being a victim, right? I don't want to carry that negativity into the next amazing, amazing, the next amazing stages of life that I have coming. So 
yeah, the simple but hard thing to do is literally let go of the habit, the impulse, the need to compare yourself because we're all on different paths that are equally as important and you can't possibly compare yourself in any sense. Okay, so now we move on to my segment about gunners. Okay, here's my opinion of gunners. And this might be an unpopular opinion, but like, I don't know, if you have a different opinion, then start your own podcast and talk about it. I don't know what to tell you. Um, in my opinion, just let gunners be gunners, and I'm happy for them if, if they're happy. So here's the thing. Gunners are stereotypically, for anyone that doesn't know, people that are just like, kind of a little like validation hungrier I guess is how society paints them like they're the people that try to shove in your face if they got a good grade or if they finish this assignment super early um I've definitely encountered gunners a lot more in dental school I don't know if that's a product of like the environment we're in or the nature of the work that we're doing but yeah at first your instinct is to kind of like eye roll and just label that person a gunner and be annoyed by it but the thing is like you have to realize it's not really their priority or job to be liked by you or to play nice or anything like that like it's really that simple some people just feel the need to act a certain way and how you respond to that or how you perceive that is more just like a reflection of yourself so if other people talking so much about how they're succeeding really triggers you then like it's more important to figure out why you feel that way because i'm promising you guys it has more to do with you and less to do with them as you go through life you're going to encounter countless people that are just like this that are very like i don't know i feel like society usually paints gunners as being very like abrasive people I don't know. You might even be a gunner listening to this. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Some people, I'll admit, are just like more abrasive in how they come across than others. And that really isn't like my business. So yeah, I think people want to hate on gunners. Even sometimes I catch myself being like, why are you like this <laughs> when certain people are certain ways? But for the most part, just don't let them get to you or anyone else get to you. Just put your blinders on and do what's important to you. And I promise you, if you're filling your days with things that you care about and things that align with what you want for your future, then what other people are getting done, what other people are doing with their lives, like just doesn't really bother you. Okay, last but not least, I wanted to discuss one thing that is literally so unnecessary and something I feel like especially plagues women in healthcare, and that, my friends, is guilt. So we've all felt guilt before, whether it's guilt that you're not doing enough or guilt that you should do things differently or we love a little like one-two combo of guilt and comparison, right? And my view with guilt is that it can actually be a tool if you really use it correctly. And the reason for that is that sometimes the feelings of guilt that you have can truly reveal to you what your priorities are. Because if it wasn't something you cared about, then you wouldn't really feel guilty about it, right? Another thing is I feel like guilt can reveal to us our subconscious limiting beliefs because when you stop to ask yourself, like, who's actually saying you need to be doing more of this or less of this? You realize most of it is just actually like self-imposed assumptions that aren't even based off of anything legit. So literally, who put those thoughts into your head? Nine out of ten times, it is just yourself. When you strip aside how guilt can be productive, like how it can show you your priorities and all that kind of stuff, at the end of the day, it's just a negative feeling that takes away your energy. And honestly, girl, if you're listening to this right now, you need to protect your energy at all costs. We have so many things every day that take up our energy. An email from this person, an interaction with Sally, like there's a lot of stuff during the day that you can't really control so the one thing that you can control is you know your environment and how your mindset is and that's why mindset and things like self-help are really important to me so yeah this is a bit of a quick short solo episode i just wanted to you know address this for anyone that needed to hear this kind of stuff um hopefully someone out there needed to hear this otherwise this is just me talking about things that i suffer from <laughs> 
yeah uh comment down below or leave a review if this felt relevant to you because i would like to know that i'm not the only one feeling these things i'm pretty sure i'm not but yeah like i said um please leave a review and a rating on apple Podcasts or spotify Podcasts. those really help us a lot i say us i mean me me myself and i here so yeah, anyways, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a blessed day in anything that you're doing. Stop comparing yourself. Stop worrying about gunners. Stop worrying about anybody else. Put your blinders on and have a blessed day. I'll see you guys later. Yeah.